0: this show is supported by generous listeners like you yes you through our patreon this episode is underwritten by the tampson g association warrior queen and chris giddings to learn more about ways to support oh my dollar and get cool perks like cat stickers and a fancy special icon on our forums you can visit ohmydollar.com support welcome
1: to oh my dollar a personal finance show with a dash of glitter dealing with money can be scary and stressful Here, we give practical, friendly advice about money that helps you tackle the financial overwhelm. I'm your
0: host, Lillian Kerbake. I'm your other host, Will.
1: So, the other day I was teaching a workshop on personal finance, and one of the students came up to me afterwards and said, like, how do I get my partner to stop spending all of the money? and this is one of those things that I think comes up really often when you first start talking about like getting your money together. This student in particular was like, I've been behind on rent and bills for a couple months, but I just got a job and I'm like catching up. But one of the big problems that I have is just that my partner is like always wants to go out to the bar and Mm -hmm. always wants to spend money eating out and doesn't really like understand that that can't be the thing I do right now. Um, And it's such a slippery slope when your romantic partner is not really on board with the getting money together side of things when you are like motivated and fired up to start getting things together. And that could be like early in the stages where you're just starting budgeting, but it can also be like later on when it turns out like, you know, you want to do a renovation on your house and one person's on board and the other's not. Mm -hmm. Like so many conversations that we have with our significant others are kind of conversations about money, which of course, as we know on the show, are always really just a conversation about values. Yeah. (laughs) And like obviously the best case scenario is that your partner wants to get a handle on your money just the same as you. Yeah,
0: best case scenario, you both want to do it and you can work on that together. Right. Um,
1: but that doesn't mean that there isn't still like going to be conflict and conversations. But let's say like one of you is really excited about it and you're trying to like start budgeting together, blah, blah, blah. But the other is just totally not into it. If your partner is like resistant to making a change, my biggest advice and advice that I've seen a lot of other people that have kind of like brought their partner around is the lead by example (laughs) which is just leave them out of like starting budgeting and doing the saving and just lead by example like remember that they're dealing with money scripts and like mm-hmm. internal feelings about money just like you are
0: and they'll see you succeeding at these things and want to be like that right and yeah. so
1: like you can work on yourself right it's it's the like it's the airplane thing put your mask on yourself before before your partner <laughs> uh and and i i think it's really helpful because i think even at the even if you're like your finances aren't commingled with your partner obviously this is a little easier if you're not but like if you live if you live with them and you're mostly separate like it it helps for you because they're like oh they'll start to see you like get control of this and be like oh i especially if they're like a complete disaster with money which i know quite a few people like that they'll be like oh i want that i want that feeling of peace with my money and start to see it um, and just, like, seeing kind of the way that you're handling it, like, oh, they're sitting down to budget every Sunday night, or, oh, like, I actually see them, like, entering transactions or making the decision to close their tab at the bar when they, uh, like, have hit their limit, you know? Those, those kind of things can just start to, to make a difference. And there's a lot of things that usually are within your control unless you are, like, always a hundred percent of the time with your partner. So like do you bring lunch to work? That's probably something within mm-hmm. your
0: control. It's something that you can choose to do yourself. Right, and would be like less pressured by 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 their inclusion right. to do differently.
1: So and and then like the automatic savings is one of those things that I think is um, really powerful, especially if you're like starting to get that ahead. And you know, that's a thing that you're in control of. You can you can start amping up that savings um, and paying yourself first without them. Uh, so one of the things that like I like to think about is figuring out ways that you can involve them that don't make them feel like they're restricted. So uh, hopefully, if you are in a relationship with them, you can kind of see what's going on. Maybe they shut down when you talk about money at all because they just, like, don't want to deal with it. Um, Or maybe they feel like they're not good at money. So if they say, like, oh, the finances are your thing, do whatever you want. (laughs) Uh, I recommend just asking them to show up to a budget check-in. And then once you get there, ask them about things that are not to do with numbers. So if they feel like finances mm. are not their thing, have the conversations about money that are about goals and dreams and not about numbers,
0: yeah. and then just shut up and listen while they answer. Oh, I like that, because that kind of makes it less budgeting as an abstract concept and more... More, yeah. more bring it back to what how, how money powers your life, and
1: and probably like you have some shared goals with this person. Like, they could be really big financial goals, like you want to buy a house, um, they could be like wanting to fund school, like private school for your kids, or like taking off to travel the world. But it also to just be something really simple, which is like, I want to stop being incredibly stressed out at the end of every month because we're out of money until the next payday, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it could be what which is like both simple and the most. Most important. Right. So uh, having a conversation about like, what would it look like? Oh, what would what would it look like if at the end of each month we were able to go out for a nice meal because we've saved enough money to do that? What would it look like if, you know, we weren't in the situation where we had to finance every time we needed a car repair Um, and kind of focus on like that? And ideally, focus on like the positive goals and dreams if they really have a lot of prob- trouble with this so like oh three years from now what do we want to be able to do well I'd love to be able to quit my job and spend six months you know on a cruise ship on a cruise ship <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I like how that's your example it's always it always comes down to boats yeah, with you yeah
0: well, I was gonna say a cargo cruise which I think is way more interesting but... which is
1: that's a will yeah that's a will feel, goal
0: probably talked <laughs> you, can, you can see that it's in come past up episodes. Before. It's a...
1: uh so like obviously I feel like that's it's like an easy way to ease into it if you're in the situation where your partner is you have some shared finances or there's just a lot of pressure and they're overspending and completely blowing your budget um it's really helpful to remind them of shared goals so having that conversation about like what the shared goals are okay well we really want to have a down payment in two years on a house remind them of that goal something that hopefully you both share and then ask for possible solutions to the overspending and let them come up with some of the ideas so like okay we agree that this is our goal but we keep going $100 a month over in the budget category and that means that we're going to be you know another year out in how much we have saved for a house
0: right so maybe go through the implications yeah
1: Yeah. like actually figuring out what it is and have them come up with some suggestions so I'll give you some suggestions but I like it. I like to like give them ideas because then they feel invested in it. So, an idea would be a cash-only budget for fun money. Giving you a call before they buy something if they have like impulse control problems. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, maybe text me before you go. S- drop hundred and fifty dollars yeah, in the bookstore. Cirque
0: du Soleil tickets.
1: Or... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, implementing waiting periods. We've talked before on that. But just remember not to lead with shame or judgment because if they're if they don't feel great about like overspending then leading with the you're overspending and you're interfering with our budget and like you should be ashamed of yourself like that's not gonna work (laughs) um nor is really guilt or like guilt like a little bit of guilt can be helpful for some people some people respond to that but i think it's more helpful to think about like the fun things a little bit of guilt might help but you hopefully know your significant other well enough to know if a little bit of guilt is helpful. Um, I'm one of those people that responds pretty well to like feeling like I might disappoint someone else. And mm-hmm. so a little bit of that is good, but it never, ever helps if someone shames me for it, right? Yeah. Or we're well, focusing
0: on the positive aspects yeah. of, of budgeting and like you were saying earlier.
1: Yeah. Um, and then this is kind of related to the next one. Like, if you start getting your money together and you've got some shared finances and they start to feel like they're losing control or like, you know, oh, I don't want to be boxed in by by having a budget. Like, obviously, one, you figured out that they feel really restricted by the budget, which gives you good information mm-hmm. because you can like look at other ways to do that. Um, but I think that there is a really good category in this cl- case, which is the no judgment, fun money category. And this is each of you giving a budget category that you can use in any way you like with no comments from the other one um, this even works even better if it's in cash because yeah, essentially you just like take the money out in cash uh, this is one of those categories where if your budget is really tight it can be really helpful to um, lead by example in this category so if you've got a no judgment fun money category but you're like oh we're not gonna save any money if we both have this category, we'll save your fun money category, right? This is one of those oh, yeah. things where you That's can true. do some lead by example. I'm not necessarily do whatever with it. Yeah, yeah, you can do whatever, and this is one of those things where you really want to give them some area where they feel like they're still executing control. Because often I've noticed that the same people that don't want to do the budget because they feel like they're losing control are the same ones that say it's. The finances, you worry about it, not me. Like they, you know, we're complex emotional creatures, right? So we're like simultaneously, I don't want to worry about it, but also I don't want to lose control. Right. So uh, finding a way where they can feel a little bit invested and like they have a little bit of control without necessarily getting mired down in the details can be really helpful. So what about those partners that are like not your current romantic partner or uh, or ever have been, but you still have? some expenses that you share. So like people you cohabitate with mm-hmm. or someone you co-parent with but don't live with anymore, you're still going to have to talk about money at some point, right? Like we you have to have a right. conversation Anytime about you get money. Shared
0: finances, yeah, right.
1: So there you know on the kind of lower end there is you might share housing and not bank accounts, but you maybe share some grocery expenses for like bulk oils or something like that or your internet bill in this case worry about the things that you do share and only talk about those categories so you know talk about your internet speeds and whether or not you're going to go to the farther away grocery store that has the cheaper oil don't talk to them about their student loans Mm -hmm, (laughs) right mm -hmm. so like focus on the things you share right well yeah the things
0: that impact you maybe
1: that impact you (laughs) and uh i think it's really important that like if you're in a situation where you have very different finances than the person that you're living with, uh, to just focus on the things that you do share because I think often I see a lot of resentment build if, like, one roommate makes more money than the other. I've also seen situations where one roommate doesn't make more money than the other, but has their finances together and the other person is kind of in a disaster space. And that's where I think the leading by example can be really helpful because you're like, oh, I actually don't make that much money, but I you know, have a plan for it and I'm not always constantly stressed out about it. And uh, that's the leading by example, but not judging and not shaming. So if you co-parent with someone you don't live with, uh, but, you know, you still have some sort of relationship with where you're going to need to talk about schooling or child care, I think it's very helpful to ground that conversation in values. So, talk about the kind of schooling or childcare you both want for your kids, but leave judgments out of any other budget category. So, don't freak out when you see that they spent a bunch of money on cigarettes or, you know, really nice oil paintings or comic whatever books. their vice is, mm-hmm. comic books last weekend. Just come back to the things that you share in your finances together. So, okay, I really want to make sure we can pay the school fees on time this year. I really want to make sure we can pay for school lunches. Or it would be nice to be able to afford camp. That's 12 months out. How are we going to split that? How are we going to do that? And leave judgments out of the other budget categories. I know that's easier said than done, mm-hmm. but, you know,
0: that's one of the but goals. We said it.
1: <laughs> right? Do you have any? Do you have any strategies you use with roommates? Will
0: I? I mean, I like what you were saying about leading by example. I feel like that can be frustrating when you're kind of trying to drop hints about other ways people <laughs> could do things, but not necessarily the wanting to. The classic
1: passive aggressive roommate. Uh, yeah, well,
0: not 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 even. I guess I have friends who do have frustrating spending habits, and I try to be transparent about what I do differently without casting aspersions. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's as as roommates go. I don't really care as long as you're paying rent and bills, <laughs> right? The
1: I think the um thing that I have found interesting is that you know I feel like a lot of my like anarcho punk roommates would be kind of like annoyed that I seemed to like have it financially together or like. You know, would try to like, oh, you should come out to the bar and I'd be like, "Eh, it's, you know, it's not really in the budget this month, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But then slowly over time, I think almost at this point, 100% of those roommates have come to me and been like, hey, I need to figure out what health insurance to get. And I don't understand any of this. Can you help me? Or like, how, what is a credit score? You know, like slowly they kind of were like, oh, I need help in this one area and you seem to be. You seem to know,
0: you have yeah. your money together. And yeah. I <laughs> also
1: know that you're not gonna like, I because uh, b- I think what's very helpful is that I never would be like, man, maybe you shouldn't spend $300 at the bar when you just got paid on Friday and rent due next week. <laughs> because they knew yeah. that I wasn't going, I wasn't going to judge them, even if internally I was like, oh, maybe Yeah, that's, you can judge internally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard when you have a roommate that you do see do that and then at the same time you're like, oh, now you can't pay rent or now you're late with rent. Um, And that's one of those situations where, you know, that's kind of a roommate discussion situation more than a finance situation. But this is one of those things where, like... I, I think it's helpful to only focus on the thing that you need and let them make their own decisions about it, right? So, mm-hmm. like, like, hey, I need to get rent by the 5th, and, like, I don't care what else you do with your money, but, like, you, <laughs> that keep, one's important, right, yeah. you keep paying on the 8th or you keep paying on the 10th and, like, focus on, like, I, I need this from you because, th- you know, I'm the one that pays the whole rent check or whatever, and when it gets there late, it you know, r- really screws things up for me and focusing on kind of the impact that you're, they're having on you rather than like, and I know that you could have afforded it because I saw you, you know, pay the tab for the entire bar last week. <laughs> like, that, you know, that Yeah, kind that was of a thing. wild moment. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Everyone was cheering. I mean, that it was, sounds nice. Probably felt worth it in the moment. Yeah. That does sound fun to do at some <laughs> pay point in the time. The whole bars tab, yeah.
1: Uh, very small bar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like <laughs> one of those
0: bars in Japan that only has like four seats.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> All
0: right. Well, on that note, <laughs> tell us, write in, write in and tell us about the time you paid for tabs at the whole yeah. bar. Yeah.
1: Uh, I want to hear about the time that you paid for the tab in the whole bar. Actually, yeah. I would just love to hear like... If you've gotten a partner on board, especially if you've gotten a partner on board with like a really big financial thing, uh, I think one of the things that I did is that I just didn't say anything and just slowly started cooking more dinners instead of Mm -hmm. trying to go Mm -hmm. out to eat all the time and uh, got got to the point where, you know, my partner realized maybe it was probably better than having just champagne and orange juice as the only things in their fridge. (laughs) So... Uh, we love hearing from you. It's true. Uh, so email us your financial worries or successes or anything else at questions at ohmydollar.com or tweet us at anomalily or
0: at ohmydollar. Yep. Our producer is me, Will Romy, and our intro music is by Aaron Parecki, and your host and personal finance educator is Lillian Karabake. Thanks for listening, and until next time, remember to manage your money so that it doesn't manage you.